Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 9.06. Welcome back, everyone. We really appreciate you sticking and staying with us tonight. And, of course, it's time for Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it, and we are starting out with a bang. If you've never heard of Judy McLean, uh, she's playing the role of Joanne in a play called Company. And this is the role that uh, Patti Lapone played in the 2022 revival of this piece. Now, Company is coming to town November 14th and 19th, and uh, Judy will be a part of this for sure. She is joining us now on the on the um, Call Will Banker hotline, and we sure appreciate you calling um, for, for you sticking and staying with us tonight, Judy. Thank you. Hi, how's it going? Oh, my gosh, I'm having a blast. I mean, <laughs> it seems like everything is moving really fast. My lips are not keeping up with my brain, you know. It's amazing. Me too. Listen, I'm out. We have a night off tonight. I'm out having, you know, dinner and a cocktail. So it's great. <laughs> so you guys are doing this November 14th through the 19th. I thought for sure it might be Thanksgiving Day. No? Yeah. Well, no, we're not in Minneapolis on Thanksgiving. We go to Charlotte by Thanksgiving. But we're, we're here the next week, just whatever this Monday is coming up through, the, through Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, this play for Stephen Soundheim uh, is been Sondheim, yep. huge, mm-hmm. gigantic, and it was wildly popular on Broadway as well. Um, and, yeah, it, and it resonated sure. with younger audiences. Um, tell me about that, because some people say, "Well, well the is, thing is it?" Well, it is because you know, interesting. In the 1970s, when it was first initially done, this show, it was a man playing the lead role of, of Bobby. But now Bobby has been in this revival has been changed to a uh, actually a beautiful African-American woman, which is amazing. Oh, is it so me? A woman is it me? A, it should be me. It's you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> just <Right>? saying. <laughs> I'm just it's saying. It's you. Come on, join us on stage. Girl, don't, don't, um, don't tempt me. So, I'll be there. I'll be up on you. <laughs> so, so here you are doing this particular actually, piece, and it's got to be um, really remarkable for you, knowing that this is a really famous piece. Well, you know, it's one of his most amazing pieces he's ever written, Stephen Sondheim. And George Furrow, who wrote the book, is pretty amazing, too. But it's lovely because this is a whole reinvented. We have, you know, a, a woman in the role of Bobby that's usually played by a man, right? right who's right. at the age of 35 when she's making all these life decisions. And, you know, so she's going to all her friends who are married and in relationships. And we have now have a gay couple in there, in, in there which wasn't before, wasn't in that. But now it's, it's two men instead of two women. One of the couples, but it's about relationships and the ups and downs and what relationships bring, right? You know, the good and the bad with the relationships. And it's very funny, you know, because I think 
it, it allows itself to laugh at itself, which is, yeah. which is great. We bring some comedy to it, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, here's the thing. When plays um, allow us to laugh at these things, it really mm-hmm. heals. It heals us. And, it you know, does. It's just, even if it's just a little bit, it makes a difference. And theater is one of those things that can change a life. Absolutely. I mean, that's the beauty of theater. I've done it for all my life, right? But when people come, it's very thought-provoking. We have a really young crowd that comes. It's funny. This show has gotten a very young following. People in their 30s and making life decisions. Oh, 30 is very like young? <laughs> Didn't know well, that. Know that. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, in their mid-30s, I should say. Mid-30s, 40. And they're, like, coming because Bobby's in her, she's 35. She's having a 35th birthday. And when you can laugh at relationships and look at the the craziness of relationships, it makes it easier to be in one, right? Right. We Humor hope brings so. everything. We hope so. Yeah. And that's the thing that's, about plays. They can change your mind, right? I mean, I've been well, sitting in the audience yeah. and watching a play that I had never seen before, and all of a sudden I'm going, mm-hmm. I should really consider that. I should really think about that right? statement, right? Right. That's what I love yeah, about theater. That's what it's about. That's what theater does. It, like, brings another perspective sometimes. Yeah, and it's it would be cool. impossible it's to convince me to be a part of one, but I would definitely go see it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to be Bobby, I guess. Exactly. I'm going to count you out. You're going to have to um, count me out, girl. I got too much going on on this body. Uh-uh. No, well, no. you know, things, people think Sondheim's so serious, but there is so much funny in this. And people came back. We're in Chicago right now, and people are coming back like three and four times. They've come to the stage door and gone like, I had to come back because it's so funny. It makes me feel good to come and see it, you right. know, which is great. Right. Right. And made me think and, you know, put me in another place. It's pretty cool. It's 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 really a, an incredible piece. I'm I'm so thrilled taking it around the country, you know. It's a big deal. I can't deal. wait to see what Minneapolis thinks of it. Yeah, Minneapolis is like, they are it's on point deal. with their theater, man. Yeah. They are on point. They they know theater. So I'm really looking forward to the audiences there, and honestly. We, we're starting to see more and more of Minnesotans, um, native uh, Minnesotans actually being involved in these important pieces. And of course, we have a Minnesota yeah. native in the show this time, and we're welcoming home Emma Stratton. Emma, who plays oh, Jenny. That's right. Yeah, that's and is originally right. from yeah. Minnesota with many family yeah. and friends. So, I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah. yeah, it is a big deal. We're going to her parents' house on Monday night to go, like, you know, hang out with them. Oh, that's awesome. That's Pretty awesome. Cool. Okay, what is your favorite thing about this particular piece? You know, I get to play an amazing part. She's this woman who's of a certain age, and and I get to be drunk on stage. This is really, really fun. You get to be drunk (laughs) on stage. I do. I do. You know, I get to be (laughs) drinking, and kind of it gives you a lot of freedom when you're like that, right? So, not only do you have a lot of freedom on stage being an actor, but then you add that element, and it's really pretty cool. Yeah, you know, you could just say anything, do anything. You know, that's kind of fun, right? That's awesome. You get a lot of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. But also we have a great cast. I mean, our cast is is this group of funny, kind, compassionate people, which I'm just loving. We're traveling the country with them. So we got to like each other, right? You have to like each other. That is one of the complications of being in a play, <laughs> because sometimes you got people yeah. that are coming in and going out, coming in and going out. And those that are yeah. coming in are not necessarily the same as those that went out. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so not easy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're really, really, we're really lucky that we got, we all get along really, really well. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of great that we're bringing Sondheim to the rest of the country when a lot of people don't know this show. They, they say company. What the heck is that? Even my family. 
Right. Pennsylvania has been around theater for a lot, but they'd like, hmm, what is that? But it's great to watch people discover it, you know? It's yeah. really fun. And discovering really it is the fun. beginning. It's the beginning of love. It's the beginning of falling in love with Everything. this whole process, right? Right. So what is Everything. the one thing that you look at when it comes to doing theater? Do you say to yourself, oh, my gosh, this is a huge piece. I got to do it. I got to be a part of this. And then you find out. You know, out- I wasn't going to go out and do this on tour. You know, I was, because I, I've been in New York forever. I did Mamma Me on Broadway for 11 years, and mm-hmm. I've been in New York, and I'm a working actor. You know, I've always said I wanted to be a working actor. But there's something, something special about this piece. You know, to be able to do, as actors, we all revere Stephen Sondheim. So to be able to go and take it to the rest of the country who hasn't seen, like I said, some Sondheim before, is pretty amazing. I mean, this piece, you don't get to work on material. I can work on this. Every night I'm on stage, I find something different. Mm. And that's what we want to find, right? We want Every night we want to find something new and fresh. And so uh, every audience is different. So whatever they give me, I get something different. So I respond in a different way to the audience. The audience is another character, yeah. right? You know, so I'm a singer. I'm and, and for me, theater, theater does so much to change lives, change families, change situations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's so and, important. And, and young people are really running to theater. So I'm so grateful yeah. that this is coming yeah. to town. Me too. And I mean, the thing is, you know, a lot of people like sit in front of their Netflix and sit and watch television, but you're not part of what's going on. We hear you guys. Like we hear the audience. We respond to what you respond to. We feed off your energy. It's, it's, it's a give and take, you know what I mean? So that's always exciting me about live theater. That's the difference between going to see a movie. They're not responding to what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. already been done. Right. Live theater is in the moment. You know, mistakes happen. We react in different ways. We take up our energy from the audience. That's the beauty of it, right? It That's is why the beauty I love of live theater. Okay, last yep. question very quickly. Um, how did you deal with having this whole pandemic happen uh, with theater? That was awful. Mm, and it, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. How did, how did yep. you uh, survive it? Well, from I was in New York City by myself, actually, living by myself, and um, I did a lot. I started teaching more on Zoom, which was an amazing thing, because I have students in China and Scotland and all these other places. So Zoom opened up the world for me, right, for teaching voice. But um, it was hard. A lot of, stu- a lot of theaters did um, online things, which I did, theaters I worked at before. We did concerts and things like that. But um, I sang in my living room a lot. I sang... Um, just to sing. I just would sing. I'd sing through a show that I did or had done before because singing makes me alive. It makes me feel in a different way than I feel when I'm doing anything else. So I would do it for myself. I learned how to play the ukulele and would sing by myself with my, and my, my, my building would get together every night at six o'clock and we'd all look out our windows and sing songs together, which was really cool in New York city. Right. So that was a really cool thing. Um, the seven o'clock applause was not something that was wasted on me. I was out my window every night applauding the, you know, essential workers and screaming out my window and bang, banging my pots and pans. And it was intense in New York city. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty intense, but I used my, my music to get me through it. Honestly, I really did. Well, I tell you, I'm so excited about it. It will be at the Orpheum theater, correct? Yep. And we are so yep. excited that you guys are coming. Are tickets still available? Yeah, do you know if they're still available? Me. It's really cool. Yeah, Love and of it. course, if people want more information, where do they go? Um, go to the website, Company Tour Broadway, and go and you can see where we're playing, what time the shows are, how much it is, buy some tickets, 
Come see us. I mean, it's incredible, right? I'm going to do my best. I want to meet you, woman. I promise. I want to meet you, Judy. I want to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us. Come say hello. (laughs) All right. You take care of yourself. You too. All All right. right. Talk to you soon. That is Judy McLean. And the, the name of the piece is Company. Go check it out. It's really quite spectacular, I've heard. We're going to be back in a moment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. I must tell you, I love this song for the holidays. It's one of my absolute favorites, and it's nice to hear it again. Why? Because our upcoming program is called Chill for the Rhythmically Speaking Dance Artistic um, Group, and they are doing great things. The entire Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack uh, will be played live and danced to it. So that's a really big deal. This is running uh, December 1st through December 3rd at the Amsterdam Bar and Hall in downtown St. Paul. Now, this show has become a beloved holiday tradition for many who have been thrilled to see it return for the first time in four years and is an excellent option for Yuletide revelers of all ages. Kids 12 and under are free. The show has a start time that is earlier than normal for a lot of live theater, and it runs about an hour, making it an ideal option for families. Well, joining us to talk about it is Aaron Liebhart. She is the executive director of Rhythmically Speaking Dance Artistic. I'm sorry, Dance. And it's the artistic and executive director, Erin uh, Liebhart. How are you doing, Aaron? Hi, Darlene. Doing well. Thanks for having me back. I am fighting with that last name of yours. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. <laughs> Lee, Liebhard. Liebhard. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I could say that over and over again. Okay, so rhythmically speaking, um, you guys have been, you know me, I have uh, had a chance to interview you before, and it's been mm-hmm. um, your your be- being involved in what you do is so different from some of the other dance studios, right? Um, I find it right, uh, quite remarkable what you guys do. Tell me what's new with rhythmically speaking. Uh, and how how well you guys are doing. Thank you. I, I appreciate those compliments. Um, this year marks our 16th season, um, which is kind of crazy for me to think about. Um, but we're just grateful to be able to have made it through the pandemic as a small arts organization and to be um, to to have found ways to be creative through that and to keep making dance. Um, we love sharing our brand of jazz dance that is really accessible um, there's a lot of improvisation. It's really groove driven and it's very interact interaction based between the performers. So it's easy to connect to. And that's something we really enjoy bringing to the public. Um, in terms of what's new, we went on our first tour last year. We went to New York City. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, so that was kind of a big deal. We made our debut at the Cole Center in downtown Minneapolis. We expanded our outreach programming um, massively. So it's been a it's been a flagship year, and we're looking forward to doing more work. My goodness, you know, one thing with dancers, you guys work so hard, so very hard. Um, and knowing when you finally get on that stage and that the audience is just screaming for you, right? They're just so excited. Must be, you know, the end all for for the whole event. When you see that, do you look around and look into the faces of those, whether they are adults or children, and you see what it all means to them? That's got to be a great, a great moment. I think that's what's so special about this show um, is the content. So chill, chill, the entire Charlie Brown, excuse me, chill, the entire Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack played live and danced. So many people are familiar with this Vince Guaraldi classic jazz music that was the soundtrack right. to this familiar um, film. And so it speaks to people and has like a sense of tenderness about it. And so dancing to this music, um, we really get to kind of connect with the audience with material that's really special to them, mm-hmm. but also done in a way that lets them experience it in a different way. Um, if you are used to hearing the music while you're watching the film, this time you get to see it sort of lightly interpreted, the feelings lightly interpreted through dance. Um, and new this year at the Amsterdam is we're actually going to have the performance semi in the round. So it's a little more intimate this time. The dancers will be closer to the audience uh, and we'll be able to have a, a more deep connection that way. I have never been to the Amsterdam Bar and Hall. And I'm curious. You got to come about down. It. We'll get you a ticket. <laughs> oh, I would love to do that. And, and so I want to make awesome. sure that we know what time these um, shows are. It's, it's December 1st through the 3rd, but what time do you start? Yes, on Friday, December 1st, it's a 7 p.m. show. Okay. On Saturday, December 2nd, it's 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And uh, Sunday, December 3rd, it's 2 p.m. And I want to highlight that those are pretty family-friendly times. Um, I, I have a two-year-old now, and um, it never occurred to me before thinking about, you know, kids that go down for nap time. And, uh, you know, these times, are ho- it, the show runs about an hour long, and the times are hopefully family-friendly. It doesn't start too late. Um, that And, you know... Kid, lap sitters are free and kids up to 12 or 10 bucks. That is one correction from the press, le- press release that we should have sent. Um, 10 bucks for kids up to 12. So oh. it's um, also cost effective for families. So um, it should be a good time. So say that one more time. $10 for whom? Yes. Lap sitters are free. So if you've got a kiddo that's going to be sitting on your lap, that's free. Kids up to 12 are only $10. Uh, and then adult priced tickets are 22 in advance and 24 at the door, I want to say. I hope I didn't say that wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if people want you more can, information, where do they go? I was just about to say, you can go to rhythmicallyspeakingdance.org slash chill. The tickets are available through Amsterdam Bar and Hall, but we have direct links that will make it easy for you to select the show you want to go to. Uh, and and come check it out. One more question. What are the outfits like? Ah, Come on, give me a little taste of it. Come on. I love this. We wanted to pay homage to the playfulness without it feeling um, like we're adults trying to be children, if that (laughs) makes sense. So we wear um, bright monochrome outfits. So we've got someone in bright red, someone in bright yellow. Um, So it's playful, but um, not like adults trying to be children. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it, Aaron. Congratulations. You guys are doing it another year. And that's a really big deal. It's not easy these days to keep those things going, right? And so you're keeping it going. That's a really big deal. Tell everyone I said hello, those that remember me or don't remember me. Just know that I'm rooting for you. And I sure hope that I can bring my grandbabies and come to see the peace. Please.
I'm going to do my come. best. We'll send you some tickets. I okay. promise that, Erin. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. All right. You take, take care. care. Oh, my gosh. I love to see dance. And at the Cole Center, you can go there and see dance. And I tell you, it's remarkable when you watch how they and even Northrop Auditorium, by the way, make sure you look into that, too, and see what dance um, uh, is being done there at at um, that particular theater, because it's amazing and it can really move your heart and soul. So stick and stay with dance as much as you can, because it's something that inspires Young people, for sure. They go, why can't I do that? I want to learn how to do that move. And you never know. You may have a a gym. You may have that one child that is doing it and doing it well. All right, as we wrap up uh, this half hour, I do, I'm do. i really looking forward to my next guest because we all know him too. It's Rohan Preston. And during Center Stage, Rohan and I have a really good time. Sometimes I think he's nuts, but he probably thinks I'm crazy. So (laughs) there you go. Same, same, man. Same, same. So that will be our next guest. Rohan Preston will be joining us. He is the lead theater critic for the Star Tribune, and I always look forward to it. We'll be back. It is 9.33 here at WCCO. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We believe you ought to know about it. And, yes, Rohan Preston is our next guest. How are you, Ro? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm going to ask you that question, dude. Okay, so here you are, lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. What do you love more, theater, dance? I mean, tell us the truth. Oh, I love theater. No, I do. I do. I, I I love it, you know. And, and, and Why I, do you I, love it? Tell me why. You know, the, first of all, you can be transported into a place emotionally, psychically, philosophically, sen- with, with senses, um, by the power and the imagination of of artists. And I, you know, it's like, you're endlessly surprised. You're endlessly renewed at the creativity, the depth, the genius, frankly, yeah. of so many people. And and um, song can take you into memories, can take you into new places of discovery, can help you find things about yourself that you did not know um, and, and reveal things that you're carrying in your soul, in your spirit, in your intellect. Um, I could go on and on. But yes, so, and, and it's true. I love other forms as well. I do. I love dance. I love books. I love um, music. Uh, I, 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 you know, it's like music. It, I, if I had to give up food or music, I'd give up food, you know? <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe that. I feel the same way about that. That's for sure. You know, theater yeah. and I never got along, although I love to go see theater. But to be in mm-hmm. a play, oh, my gosh. To be in a play? I've always thought of you as one that could be in a play or create a play. Yeah, you know, I, certainly I've written. Um, I've written plays and I've written songs and I've written other things. You, um, you, wait a minute, these songs, you sang them? No, no, I'm not, I'm not the singer. And, um, and you know, Stephen Sondheim was not the singer either. So he's <laughs> my role model that way. <laughs> you put it out there, didn't you? <laughs> That's pretty good, Rohan. That was great. Yeah, so I, but I, I wonder, have you ever tried to sing or no? Did your wife say don't do it? No, no yeah. I mean, no, I'm, my, I don't have a, 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 a good voice. Um, I can hear the, hear things and I could you know, help create things and all of that. But I don't have 
uh, a singer's voice. Um, my voice is from my own, and it's untrained um, for the most part. Like, I've never really worked on it. Um, it, it has a limited range. Um, um, my thing is not that. My talent is, uh, is being um, behind the keyboard, not being on stage. So... I believe that you actually have a voice to sing. You know where this is going. going. Yeah, you know where this is going. And you can always tell me, nope, don't do it, Geraldine. Don't go there. Don't do it. (laughs) It's not like flowers going to end up on my desk. No. (laughs) So come on. I mean, I'm just curious to know if you would ever even think about it. And I think you have. Yeah, it would be very brief. It'd be more like cameos and stuff like that. Um, and I have, you know, obviously I've done workshops and I haven't been um, on stage in front of large audiences for that. But I will step back and say um, I have done sort of uh, performance poetry, slam poetry, um, and and have a really long history of that and collaborating with musicians on stage um, before I became a respectable theater critic, uh, I did a lot of sort of spoken word as well. You did um, spoken word? With, yeah, with jazz bands and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. You know what I did? I Damn. ran for Miss Black America many, many years ago. And I Honey. was supposed no, seriously, man, I was a, I was a pageant queen. Yeah, I'm just telling you, man. Oh, that's wonderful. And I, I know what your talent was. Yeah, exactly. But here's what happened. We um, were in California for the 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 big national one. And I, I was supposed to go out and sing and my voice went away. I had nodes and didn't know about it. And so I came out and I started do, um, reciting. Um, what is her name? Uh, the one that goes, I was born in the Congo. Oh, Come Nikki on. Giovanni. Nikki Giovanni, um, man. Yeah. And I knew that yeah. piece inside and out. And I came out and I danced and I did my whole, you know, the whole poem. And then I stopped and I went, oh, man. Okay, how did that work out, Geraldine? How did that work? And then about five parents came on the stage and they sat down and said, everybody's supposed to sing or something. <laughs> I was like, really? Really? Come on. Because they were expecting me to sing. But, you know, I got over it. I got over it. It, it really taught me a lot. So there you go. Has something like that ever yeah. happened to you? It has. And, and it's funny because I just, um, I've seen Nikki do ego tripping, which is oh, what you were just such saying. a great I was born in the Congo. I walked to the Fertile Crescent and built the Sphinx. I designed a pyramid so tough tough that a star that only grows every 100 100 years years. falls into the center, giving divine perfect perfect life. life. I am bad. I am bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I mean, you got to just, you got to love it. I love that piece even today. Even today. Even though I don't remember it all anymore. I should should go back and... And well, you Check know, and part out. of the thing about performance like that is that you do like because it's it's similar to singing in that it's there's a lot of good breath control there. Um, like if you do like a whole stanza on one breath in of Nikki Giovanni. Okay, go you know, try it. Let me hear it. Okay, I sat on the throne drinking nectar with Allah. No, that's it. I I didn't do it. 
I, I'll oh, start over. I, try again. I sat on the throne drinking nectar with Allah. I got hot and sent an ice age to Europe to cool my thirst. My oldest daughter is Nefertiti. The tears from my birth pains created the Nile. I am a beautiful woman. I gazed on the forest and burned out the Sahara Desert with a packet of goat's meat and a change of clothes. I crossed it in two hours. I'm a gazelle so swift, so swift you can't catch me. For a birthday present, there, when, when, when he was three, I gave my son Hannibal an elephant. He gave me Rome oh, for Mother's Day. Mother's the strength Day. flows on forever. Oh, my God. I love that piece, man. You just reminded me. So now I got chills, right? I have chills, you guys. So pieces like that you never forget, even if you don't get all the words right, but you did. No matter what it is that stops you for a minute and scares you, don't let it scare you. Don't ever let it scare you. And I'm saying that to the audience that is listening tonight. If your children are interested in poetry, let them read it. Let them hear it. Of course, you get to okay it as the adults. You get to okay it or say no. But, man, just to be given a poem that can really make someone wake up, just touch their souls and wake up. What exactly what you're talking about is is the power of creativity. I mean, because this this is something that we carry in us and we have in us, and we don't really know and and until something brings that light out of us and brings that passion and that fire. And and so I love that about theater. I love that about music. I love that about dance. I love that about all the arts. All the you arts. Know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's quite remarkable where it takes us, that's for sure. Because a lot of us Absolutely. get involved in it and we have no idea where we're going. How big mm-hmm. is this going to be or how small is this going to be for us? Some people start and they stop immediately and go, nope, that's not for me. Theater is kind of like that with me, you know. I've never thought that I was a great actress. Never once did I think, yep, that's what I should do. But, now, but I've done it a few times, but. Right. Yeah. And I was going to say, I mean, so. There are things, it's a spectrum, right? Because you're a tremendous performer, right? And in certain parts of this theater, like, for example, you've done the acting. Have you done the musical? Oh, right. You right. know, you, right. I mean, because you, you did, um, you know, the, you did the piece on Broadway, right? No, I did not. I was the only steel that was not in it because I had two small children. And the man I was married to was traveling um, for work a lot, and I just couldn't do it. And and I kept I talked to the producers. They actually called me, and I said to them, I cannot come without someone to support, you know, someone to, to take care of the children. And they said, We're right. sorry, we can't take care of the children, so you're on your own. And I cried for you know about half an hour, and then I straightened myself up and said, Okay, then. What else are you going to do? And I decided to be a comedian one time, one night, <laughs> one night at Ruby's Cabaret. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I thought oh, I was hilarious. Really? I thought I was hilarious. Let me tell you, the people in the audience were like, what? The only time they laughed was when my fake nail fell off and it swirled up into the light and then came back down and somebody mailed it to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> my acrylic nail, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, that actually happened to me. Okay, now I got to ask you before I let you go. You also sing. Yeah. You sing to yourself. I do. You used to sing to your children, correct? I Definitely. Absolutely. Do you sing to your wife? 
Yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So will you sing for me right now? If there was any song that you would sing live on radio, any song, come on. I'm going to sing with you. I'm going to sing with you. Okay. We're going to see um, if this works out. Come okay. On. All right. All right. So um, I have to look at something, one of my original things. I'm going to look it up. Um, uh, there's a song called Sweet, Sweet Jamaica. Um, sweet, Sweet Jamaica? Yeah, it's called Sweet, Sweet Jamaica, which I... Which is um, which is a I, I wrote it on the plane and I'm gonna read um, some of the read some of it before I get into it. Which is like it's been too long since I stuffed my bags with every sweet thing I could pack. I've flown the world on memories. Now these memories fly me back. Please guide the pilot and the plane, Lord, as we glide across the seas skimming sands and misty mountains to mama's seasoned rice and peas. And the refrain, sweet, sweet Jamaica, from my feet to my crown, I've carried feelings for you, feelings that carry me home. Sweet, sweet Jamaica, full like papa's honeycomb, I've carried you deep in my heart, this heart that carries me home. That's the best I can do. Oh, honey. Oh, my gosh. Listen to that. So what's your problem? How come you're not out there doing more of that? You can go to a karaoke. Look, me and my honey, I'm still trying to get him to go. He told me that we were going to go sing karaoke together. He showed up, stood right next to me, looking in front of the microphone. And then I said, okay, you ready? He goes, I'm not singing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to bring some sanity to this conversation. Don't do it, Rohan. She's tripping. She's trapped do you. It, Rohan. She is tricking do you. It, Rohan. She is trying to trap do you. It. Stop, Look, dude. I'll come. I'll come help you. Come on. Just meet me at a karaoke place. Bring your wife. Bring your children. And you and I will stand there and sing. You got it? Okay. I'm not playing. I'm not. Guide yourself you. away from the light, Rohan. Away from the light. I am the light. I, I'll see myself out. I'll see myself out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Stick and stay with me, dude. We're going to get this done, okay? Deal? Look at him. He's not going to say it. He's not going to say it. Why you got to get into it, Jonathan? Shut up. <laughs> I wish we had more time, dear. Thank you so much. And if there's one play oh, you want so people to fun. go see, what is it called? Um, I went to see The Grinch tonight, and that was really fun. And then there's another play called The Harry Ape. Which is a an O'Neill Eugene O'Neill play. It's supposed to be pretty spectacular. I'm seeing that tomorrow, and it's only on for another week. So, um, Harry Ape. Yeah. Oh, I'm and so curious. <laughs> in Minneapolis at the Center for Performing Arts slash Illusion Theater. Okay, got it. Oh my gosh, this yeah. was fun tonight. And, Thank and you I, so much. I, tell you, I know I'm jumping. Um, I did see Trevor Noah this weekend. He was amazing. I was love him. I really yeah. do. If I was his age, I'd be up on him. Ah! <laughs> there's just, a, there's a lady who came <laughs> and wrote, and she brought, she put his shirt on a, on, on a, on a, uh, put Rohan, his we got to go. And, we got to go. Okay. We got to okay. go. Love All you, right. honey. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Our last guest is Maya Garcia, director of I Am Betty. You want to hear this? We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. It's so great to have you join us tonight for Center Stage. Our last guest is Maya Garcia. She's director of a play called I Am Betty. Now, what is this? 
History Theater is excited to present the world premiere musical, I Am Betty, the perfect recipe for holiday fun this year. Now, you'll catch yourself humming the memorable music from the this world premiere production by Denise Prosek and Christina Luragaza. I hope I have that correctly. And leave inspired to go home to bake something new. Yeah, we're talking about Betty Crocker. And she has helped shape America's homes and appetites for over a century. Now, surprising to me and to many, she is not a real person. So many people have tried to find that out. <laughs> but yeah, she was not a real person. And she was cooked. She cooked up a. She was. She was the one that cooked up in Minnesota. So it feels only right to tell her story here at History Theater. And I am so excited to introduce you to the director, Maya Garcia. How are you, Maya? I am so happy to be with you, Jalen. Thank you so much for the invitation. It is a pleasure. You know, I loved Betty Crocker and her story. Um, and do you hear more bits and pieces about her as the years go on. It's really quite remarkable to me. Every now and then I'll catch some information and go, oh, when did that happen, right? Truly. For a fictitious icon, she certainly had uh, an indelible influence in the American psyche. <laughs> right, exactly. So tell me about this particular piece. So this production spans 100 years. So we start in 1921. And, uh, you know, even though Betty Crocker wasn't a real person, this production uh, does something really important, which is it reveals the women behind the brand, their ingenuity, their innovation. Uh, You know, Betty Crocker wouldn't have been possible and wouldn't have been successful without all the brilliant women behind behind the scenes. So this production kind of opens that up and, uh, and, and not only shows you how the cakes were baked, but, uh, you know, all the ingredients and who was there. You know, I'm excited to hear or to read that uh, Raw Stages uh, did a reading of this. And, you know, they mm-hmm. have done such great work and you learn so much more when you hear it, right? The pieces come together. And I'm curious to know how that was, how much, how involved was Raw Stages for them? Yeah, uh, so I, Raw Stages was my first experience working at History Theater. Denise Prosek and Christina Lusarraga invited me to direct the Raw Stages production. And in fact, that was at that time, which was just earlier this year, uh, we just had an act one. And now we have a full production. So a lot of work has, has been happening behind the scenes. And Raw Stages gave us a set of, an opportunity to workshop a lot of the, a lot of the script and music and decide and 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 sort of discover where we were going um so it's 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 uh it raw stages is absolutely vital especially in the development of new musicals um you know you just can't it's a lot of work sometimes it takes five seven years to develop a new musical right and of course the creative team is so important tell us about who's involved and what they've done. I can't, we don't have enough time to talk about everything that they've done, but how they have made a significant difference in this piece. Sure. Well, Denise and Christina have been working on the piece for years um, and they've put so much, uh, it's a labor of love. They put so much into it. Um, There, there are uh, the touch points in history that, uh, you know, that will guide our audience through the, through the journey from, sort of the establishment of WCCO as the as a radio station that was largely developed. Uh, the station was developed in order to air Betty Crocker, in order for Betty to speak to her fans and, and get everybody to buy gold medal flower. 
because Betty really touched the hearts of folks. Um, so, you know, it begins there. Denise and Christina have have just done a, an extraordinary job. This is really Denise Prosek's coming out party, I like yeah, to say, yeah, as, as a composer. A yeah. lot of people, you know, everybody in the Twin Cities knows Denise as uh, as a music director, but she is a brilliant composer. And when you hear this score, um, you're going to want to come back and see it again. Right. Christina, and of course, for us, for us, for all of those yep. that are listening right now, to hear about Betty Crocker and this piece being done, a lot of people are going to be interested in seeing it. And this is the world premiere musical. And again, it's called I Am Betty. This is happening at the historic, I'm sorry, History Theater in St. Paul. Um, many people, mm-hmm. if you don't know the address, is 30 East 10th Street, 30 East 10th Street in St. Paul. It's happening and opening on November 25th all the way through December 23rd at the History Theater. If you want more information, you can either call the box office at 651-292-4323 or just go to History Theater with a T-R-E at the end, historytheater.com for more information. And the tickets are in between, what, 43 to $74? Is that, that right? About right? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I wish I had more time with you, Maya Garcia. So keep I in touch too. with us here at WCCO, okay? Absolutely. Call me anytime. All right. You take care of yourself. Take care. See you at I Am Betty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My goodness, it has been wonderful tonight. It has been so much fun being here with you, each one of you, that took the time to spend three hours with us tonight. It matters because without you, we have nothing. Without you, we have nothing. So thank you for taking the time. I feel so blessed to know you all, to hear you all. And thank you anytime you want to call us. Call in and let us know what you're thinking. Good night, everyone. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 